with an electromagnetic pulse. She would never make it to the spaceport in time, and she doubted the dispatcher would take kindly to her loitering until the lights came back on. Her eyes swept the crowd again, and she wondered if the dispatcher was open to bribes. She had almost resolved to head for the spaceport and plead her case when she heard a step behind her. She closed her eyes, mustered a polite smile, and turned. He was taller than she was, with straw-yellow hair and an indisputably nice smile, and he bore a heart-wrenching resemblance to Danny. Damn, Jessica. What had she been thinking sending this one over? She wasn't usually so oblivious. Can I help you with the drinks? The man asked. He had a nice voice, a little dark and grainy, with that broad accent they spoke with here. He was handsome, friendly, not entirely pie-eyed, and he left her cold. As she looked at him, thinking of what to say, she realized she was done pretending to have fun. The regret in the smile she gave him was genuine. You're very kind, she said, willing all the flip sarcasm out of her voice. Actually, you can take them back to the table for me. I'm afraid I'm not staying. This news took a moment to penetrate. You sure? He said, still genial, still easygoing. Your friend there, she seems to think you could use some fun and games. Doesn't have to, you know, be anything. He was nice, this one, under different circumstances with more time. He would still look like Danny. My friend, she told him, has a good heart and a deaf ear. If you think of it, please tell her to enjoy herself without being concerned for me. He flashed her that smile again. If you change your mind. He offered, then moved away, and she turned back to the bar to settle the tab. She was struggling to remember how much one was supposed to tip in Novanadir when a voice came from the corner of the bar. You were very kind to him, said the man in the PSI uniform. He had not moved since they had arrived, seated comfortably on his own, nursing something served in a small, smoke-colored glass. He was dressed in black from head to toe, clothes fitted and well-worn, black hair pulled back from his face into a tight, short braid, the uniform worn by PSI in all six sectors, an anomaly in the crowd of tourists and natives. He was polite, she replied. There was no reason not to be. She wondered, as she had when she had first spotted him, if he was an imposter. Real PSI soldiers were rarely seen in colonies, living primarily in nomadic tribes, many of them spending their entire lives birthed to death on massive generation ships that isolated themselves from Central Gov. Central maintained authority over colony worlds, supporting local government while regulating interstellar trade and rule of law, but PSI, as a people, kept mostly to themselves, appearing only to deliver supplies to colonies in need or, as was rumored, at least, to steal necessities from a passing freighter. On a wealthy colony like Volhenia, PSI would be seen as anachronistic, even threatening. A PSI soldier at a local bar would be an attraction, or, more likely, a wasp to be provoked. But if he was an imposter, she would have expected him to be making the most of it, courting attention and drinking a good deal more than what the bartender had poured into that tiny glass. She waited, wondering if he would say something else, then finished paying for the drinks, When he spoke again, she almost jumped. May I offer you some advice? 
he asked. His pronunciation was clipped and exotic, his speech mannered and slightly slow, as if he was translating in his head before he spoke. Most PSI were reputed to be multilingual, and some joined as children or even young adults. She would have no way of guessing on which colony this one may have started his life. All right, she said. You should not keep company with children. He was staring straight ahead, not looking at her. He had an angular profile punctuated by a substantial, aquiline nose and a neatly trimmed mustache. A masculine face, and yet his lips were full, almost feminine. His eyes were wide and deep-set, and in the dim light of the bar looked jet black. But they caught light from all around, giving him an expression of intelligence and good humor. She could not, if asked, have honestly called him handsome, but there was...